Welcome to the Learn Music Together podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so excited you're here. This podcast is for you, parent, who needs strategies, ideas, and support in guiding your child as he or she learns music at home, in private lessons, or in a group setting. This podcast will give you support you've been needing each week so together we can encourage your child to reach their full musical potential. Hey there, friends. I hope you're having an amazing week and you are listening to episode 15 of the Learn Music Together podcast. I'm so excited about this episode because today I'm going to be talking about ways kiddos can learn music at home. Now, I've had some formal episodes I've recorded about learning piano at home and why it's important and all those episodes still stand, my reasons for recording those. But I also want to talk about simple ways you can bring music into the home that is also informal ways. So let me share some ideas with you today. So those of you listening, you might have smaller kiddos. I'm talking even babies, toddlers, preschool kids. You might have elementary aged kids. You might have even high school kids. So Um, This episode is mainly geared towards the younger kiddos. I'm talking preschool, elementary aged. And how can you bring music into the home with these kids? So you might be listening and you might be a homeschooling parent. You might be listening and you might just want some music ideas to do with your kids over summer or winter break. Or I'm actually recording this episode in the middle of quarantine schooling. So you might have your kiddos home all the time and you're doing virtual learning with them. Whatever the case may be, these ideas will definitely help you. So let me break it down into a few sections. The first section I want to talk about is books. There are so many ways you can make books musical. Now, I'm not talking about, I mean, unless you want to go buy new books, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about books you already have at home, books you're already checking out at the library on an everyday basis that you read to your child or they may read to themselves. There are so many ways to make a book musical. Now, I'm talking about a story, not so much a chapter book, like a picture book. How you make books musical is you simply read the story and then the kids can pick out different action words. Is it saying jump, hop, skip, leap, walk, twirl, whatever else. And then as you're reading the book, the kids move to the words that they're hearing. Another way to make a book musical is a lot of times books will rhyme. And so picking out the different rhyming words and the kids can pat the steady beat And then when it gets to the rhyming words, they can maybe stand up when they hear the rhyming words come in or have them clap the rhythm of the story because a lot of times it's said pretty similarly. Um, The different lines sound similarly is what I'm saying. But they can also add body percussion, which body percussion is simply just anything a child will do on their body, like clapping, stomping, snapping, um, patting. They can touch their head, touch their stomach, touch their shoulders. All those things are body percussion, or they can even tap the floor. Um, And so while they're listening to a story, if it's a rhyming book, this is a great book for them. When I say pat the steady beat, the steady beat is just like a heartbeat. It doesn't stop. It's just one beat after another. 
and they can pat the beat like that. They can also, after listening to the rhyming words of a story, they can write their own rap. They can listen to and explain to them how this book rhymed. It wasn't necessarily a rap, but the words rhyme together. So can you make your own rhyming words? And then as you speak it, speak it in a rap form. That's another great way to do um, something with a book. Now, of course, there's also books about instruments, composers, music from around the world. All those are fantastic to read to children too, and a great way to bring music in the home because a lot of times kiddos are just unfamiliar with music from other cultures or countries or instruments or orchestra or band or whatever. And so reading books about that, and then they can explore it further online or um, eventually getting to go to a live orchestra concert, if that's the case. But books open the door to learning so many things. So the first way to bring music into your home is by reading books. So the next way um, I want to talk about uh, bringing music into the home is just to sing songs. Now, it doesn't matter if you yourself as the parent are musical or not. It doesn't matter if you have the best singing voice in the world. I also do not, okay? I can carry a tune, like I can match pitch, but my primary instrument is piano. I've also done band and orchestra and played clarinet. So singing is not my strong point, I guess is the word I'm looking for. But with that said, I sing with my kids all the time. We sing all the time. And they literally not one time have said, oh, mom, let's turn that off. You're not singing good enough. No, they don't care. Kids, as you know, with anything, want you to participate with them. They want you to play with them. They want you to interact with them. And so what better way to interact with your kids by just singing songs? So maybe it is some song. Maybe if your kids are in, um, they've learned a song that's at school. Maybe you've taught them a, a song in your homeschool. Maybe they've learned it at, in a group music class, whatever. Or maybe it's just a favorite song they've learned on the radio. It doesn't matter. Picked it out from a movie. You all know if you have little girls, any song from Frozen. My kids love, I have three boys and they love the songs from Frozen too. Just any songs that you want to sing with your kids, just sing. Just sing along with it. Play it. And maybe you're not comfortable singing, then just play the song play it on your, I have a Bluetooth speaker. We have it on all the time and I'll just play music and the kids will just start singing. And that goes right into what I'm going to say next, which is movement. The kids love to move. And so play music, let them dance. You don't even have to plan anything formally. Remember I told you this is informal ways to bring music into your home. So movement, just play a song and have them dance to it. A super fun activity to do is just to play music and then stop it. And then the kids can freeze. It's freeze dance. And then when you push play again, they have to move again and it keeps going like that. Um, they can also play some slow music and they can do creative movement where um, one of my favorite activities to do with kiddos at school when I was an elementary music teacher was to hand out scarves or even if you don't have scarves at home, you can give them a Kleenex. And I know that's a rare commodity during quarantine, but anything that they can wave in the air. They can move around and wave it in the air and they can pretend it's their paintbrush and they paint high, low, to the side in a circle, whatever you, whatever you call out for them to do, they use their paintbrush to move. It doesn't matter how the kids move, but just getting them moving and dancing is a great way to bring music into the home. Another awesome thing is to connect with kids 
on music that they like. We already talked about listening to a song on the radio, singing along to it, dancing along to it. There's even dances that kids can learn by watching on YouTube. They teach them step-by-step dance moves. So there's so many different ways you could go with movement. But the next thing I was going to talk about is listen to a favorite song on the radio or on Pandora, Spotify, or whatever, and then ask them questions about the music. A lot of times kids will listen to a song and they just know they enjoy it, but they're not really sure why. They've never just processed through it. So asking these deep questions for understanding, and this is something, actually, if you're listening and you have older kids, that's a great music appreciation activity, and I have an episode coming up about music appreciation. But um, asking questions like, Who's the singer? Okay, let's research this singer. Where did they come from? Why do they sing this type of music? Why do you think they write the lyrics they write? Why are the instruments in this song? Why did they choose that instrument or that track behind the song? Why, uh, different questions like that. Like, where did the artist come from? Okay, then you break down the song. Was it fast? Was it slow? Did you hear loud parts, soft parts? Was the tempo, um, which I already said soft and fa- I'm sorry, fast and slow, was the rhythm? What were the rhythms you heard in the song? Was the steady beat? What, what did you hear the steady beat? Did you hear it change at all? The form of the song, the form is the way you put a song together. Did you hear uh, several verses, a couple verses? Which, which part of the song had the refrain or the chorus? All these different parts you can ask your kids. And maybe you're sitting here listening like, I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> so that's okay. You can simply ask them questions about what they heard. Tell me what the singer, what did they sing? What do you think those lyrics mean? What do you think they were feeling when they wrote the words? You can ask your kiddo if the fa- song is fast or slow. You can ask them if it's soft or loud. Those are things that you can ask even if you don't have a musical background. So you can keep it super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. And it's just a way for kids to learn how to connect to the music. And then another idea is for them to listen to, maybe it was a fast song. And then now you maybe play a slow song. And then you're you're identifying, maybe this fast song was also happy. Like the lyrics were happy. And then the slow song you're listening to is sad. So then it's a comparison activity. You have them compare the music they're listening to. It's a great idea. This is a great music appreciation activity and kids will start learning how to really appreciate music they're listening to and not just hear it. Okay, so let's go back to movement for a minute. Um, Some great sites for movement, Go Noodle. This is something you may already use throughout the educational day. Uh, Go Noodle is a great movement activity to have kids take a brain break, but they do so much movement with kids. There's another one called Cuckoo Kangaroo, K-O-O-K-O-O, and then the Learning Station. All three of these sites have amazing movement activities for kids. And then another informal way to bring music into your home is to bust out plastic Tupperware, hand your child a plastic spoon, play a song, watch your child go to town hitting their air quote drum. You don't have to, unless you would like to, you don't have to buy instruments. You can just hand them everyday items. One activity I've done with my kids recently was we got some spoons from our um, kitchen drawer and I called out different rhythms like ta, ta, ti, ti, ta. And they made the rhythms with the spoons laid out like quarter note was one spoon and the eighth notes tied together was two spoons with one across the top. And we called out different rhythms like that and had them lay down um, the rhythms. It was awesome. And then they can also use two spoons as rhythm sticks. That's a great activity. Put rocks in a 
tupperware activity and make it a maraca or uh, a plastic water bottle put some corn kernels in there or popcorn kernels and um, put the lid on it and that's a maraca as well then they can march around the room and make a marching band put rubber bands around a kleenex box to make a guitar so there's so many ideas for bringing music in the home so don't be intimidated by i don't know how to do music or I don't know how to teach my kids a formal music lesson. There's so many teachers out there that will help you with that part of it. But you can start with teaching your kids informally and bringing informal ways to learn music into the home. It does not have to be complicated. Um, They can grow to love music and want to pursue music more. And that's amazing and, of course, needed. But not every child is meant to take private lessons or to pursue music even more. And that's okay. But... Every child can and should have a music education, even if it's simple and not complicated. So with that said, I have a free download for you. If you are wanting ways to include music in your home, and a lot of the ideas I presented today are in this free PDF. So just simply head to the link in my show notes or subscribe.thedomesticmusician.com forward slash homeschool music education starter guide and then you will see a free pdf that you can download that has so many ideas for bringing music into your homeschool if you're a homeschooling parent and even if you're listening to this and you're not a homeschooling parent but you still want ideas for bringing music into your home this starter guide will starter guide will definitely help you out as well so with that said i hope you guys have an amazing day and i will be back on next week with a new episode Thank you so much for listening to the Learn Music Together podcast. Together, it is my goal that you and I can help your child learn music, whether it's in your home, in a group setting, or in private lessons. I would so appreciate you leaving a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com, where you'll see the latest blog post and other resources to help you out and courses. I hope that you keep showing up and listening to this podcast and getting ideas to help your child learn music, and we're going to help them reach their full musical potential together.